On March 19, 1999, 22-year-old Cynthia Vigil was prostituting in a parking lot in Albuquerque, New Mexico. A man claiming to be an undercover cop told her she was under arrest for solicitation of sex work and put her in the back of his car. She awakes in a soundproof trailer-type building. Before her torture begins, she would wake up to a cassette tape played with a recording detailing exactly what she would be forced to endure, and this is what she heard. Everybody and welcome back to the Pandemonium podcast. I'm here with my two favorite people, Ashley and Brandon. Hi. Hello. Hello. 
I lost my microphone, so <laughs> we're just winging it right now. Um, so on today's episode, this one, I'm just going to go ahead and say in the beginning that... Um, trigger warning. Very, yeah, very strong That's trigger warning. That's what all warnings. the cool kids are saying. That's what all the millennials say. Are we millennials? No. Fuck no. And fuck no again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not a millennial. I might be. You guys might not be. No, I am not. But anyways, yeah, strong trigger warnings, I guess, is what they say. No, I pay my taxes. I pay mine. Sure you do. I pay mine. David Parker Ray, the toy box killer. Strong advisory warning. I was wondering if you were going to say that one. Yeah, strong, very strong advisory warning. So if you're... No children. Yeah, I said no children on this one. Unless you're a shitty parent. Well, that's why why there are no children here. We might have been the shitty parents a few times ago. We might have talked about necrophilia in front of Madison, and I was like, this is awkward. I think you deleted that one on accident. I think I did. Oh, yeah, that was Edmund Kemper with Larry and Ashley. So David Parker Ray, a.k.a. the Toy Box Killer. And he is... He was not born in California. He wasn't. Unlike the rest of them. Thank you. Well, Zach, no, Zach was born in California. Yeah, he just moved to New Orleans. Yeah. Um, this guy... I say um a lot. I've noticed when I don't know saying. I say um... So, he's believed to have tortured and killed more than 50 women in a soundproof trailer. He was born in Berlin, New Mexico in 1939. And uh, there, I don't have a whole lot on his childhood. I couldn't find it. But I, it does say that he lived with his grandfather and little sister. Um, no record of what happened to his mother, but his father was a violent uh like drug addict and he would visit from time to time but not very often um but when he did visit this is probably what fucked him up um he would give him the sadomasochistic sadomasochistic is that how you say that word mm-hmm. sadomasochistic adult magazines as a child so his dad would bring in these well that's just normal that's the recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, which is basically is when you get pleasure from causing physical and mental pain, usually on someone else or yourself, I guess. And then um, his friends would tease him when he got into high school because he was really shy around girls, but had really, really dark fantasies of torture and sexual assault. He's taught from an early age that hey, this is normal. Yeah, your dad, well, if your dad gives you something, you you think that's normal. You trust that. Yeah, you trust that. And I mean, who knows? Like his dad's not around, so when his dad was around, he probably like followed and did everything he said. It's weird that they had like magazines like that back in the fifties. Yeah, now you can just get it on the internet. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like something that'd be easy to find in the 50s, too. Where would you, know, you find that? I'm sure in the grocery store, like you can <laughs> now. You go to the section, and it's got the little 
black over the front, and they're at the hell yes. of the lake at Possum Kingdom Trading Post. They had them there not that many years ago. They did? Yeah. Now, I don't know about the, like, crazy sex ones, but well, I don't know because I didn't buy them. I must have been really hard when I go to places like that. I'm searching for usually just some beer and then I'm leaving. At the grocery store? It, it, like the, yeah, the nudie magazine. They had like the cover on the front. The cover. Come on. I've never seen that at the grocery store. No, I'm That's not saying I wild. see it still. I, it's been a while. Remember the airport they used to have it? The airport? <laughs> like back in the day, if you went into like the magazine candy shop, the airport, like in the that's very kind place. of a creepy place to have it. <laughs> oh, no, close so, order. So one summer, <laughs> my sophomore year of high school, I worked at the airport, and it was like really funny um, when people would buy porn there because, like, for some reason, I would always get, I was a cashier there, and I'd always get like really nervous, and that's usually when I'd fuck up. And I remember one time this dude bought a bunch of hustlers, and uh, like I double scanned the magazine. But it was one of those places that were super micromanaged. So I can't like just delete it off a register. I got to go get a manager to delete it for me. So there's this dude sitting there with a stack of porn waiting for me to find a manager to delete like the double, the double. The double scale. <laughs> and this line is building up behind him. Wow, that's awkward. Sorry, sir. We'll get you this porn and get you on your way. So you can jerk off on the plane bathroom. Ew. That's what I'm talking about. You used to like look over on the person's next to you looking at like Playboy. That's pretty weird. That's that'd be really weird. I honestly would probably just not say anything. And just, I wouldn't. I'd pretend like I didn't. <laughs> I would say probably I would, just be like, oh, put my head in the sand. Exactly. <laughs> That's me a hundred percent. Sorry, none of my business. What am I supposed to say, sir? Are you watching porn, sir? Do you have a massive erection right now? <laughs> are you going to the bathroom yet? No, I don't. I don't know. I'd probably pretend to be asleep. <laughs> I'd probably ask somebody to switch my seats, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay. Si- yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, his sister finds drawings of his, like, fantasies in his room when he's in high school. Oh, I didn't know that. Definitely a red flag. Well, no, I don't know if it's a red flag because he's a teenager. Did he, did he kill any animals? He did not. But, but, but Larry's not here. Um, he did enlist in the United States Army. Of course. <laughs> okay. So he has I a mean, Navy. He's... I think the Navy kids are pretty cool. That's when my dad joined. My dad was in the Navy. Years away. Yeah. Um. I forgot where I was. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, so he... His sister found... Airport porn. (laughs) (laughs) Airport porn. That's, like, crazy for me to, like, even realize what happens. But, so he... He... Yeah, he enlists in the Army after high school. But he gets a honorable discharge at the end of his enlistment. Enlistment. And he was married and divorced four times. Yeah, had two kids, mm-hmm. one of which obviously ends up becoming an accomplice. What the ever-living fuck? Um, so I'm going to get into his crimes a little bit. 
So I don't have much on like, so when he, from the time he got discharged from the army and then we know he, he had two children, was married and divorced four times. That's more crazy to me than the airport porn, but <laughs> I wonder four times is a lot. <laughs> I wonder when all this was like his marriage and divorces and how that timeline overlaps with the girls that he took. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, when did the daughter start playing a part of that? You know, I know a lot of that we'll never really know, but that to me is what I would find interesting about the marriage divorce timelines and, and the kid, you know? Yeah. That, and I always wonder like, how do you, Never mind. What? You have to say it. <clears throat> I, this is a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm listening. I can't see you, <laughs> but I'm listening. I feel like she knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, I just go about like a, a, one, twice or even three times is okay. <laughs> Why I are you saying three times is okay? <laughs> Because she's Larry's third wife. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Let's be fair. Well, his first wife was like super aware of his like fetish fetishes and fantasies, but like, um, who David? Peggy. Peggy. Peggy, his first wife, the toy box dealer's first wife. So she was into his. Was Peggy's sister? No, Peggy was his first wife, I believe. Okay. Huh. So she knows he has to have these, like, how long, does, do you know how long she was married to him? No, just his first wife. Yeah, let's see, let's see. I doubt it was, like, for any length of time if he had four marriages. There's no names that I can see. Toy box killer wife. Oh, there's some interesting pictures. So... He would lure, like, Cynthia Vigil or Virgil or whatever her name was. She was a uh, prostitute. And he lured her into his car. Yeah, he pretended to be a police officer and, like, tried to tell her she was under arrest. And that's how he got her and drugged her with phenobarbital. And she she wakes up to, like, a tape plane, the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I've already put this at, like, the beginning of the episode, so you guys will hear it. So she wakes to this horrible tape telling her what's going to happen to her. And she is, like, he's, like, you have to call me master, and you can only speak when spoken to he would have gave me back. Oh, yeah, they would have taken me back. <laughs> no 100%. Sorry, we're not doing that. I talked too much. You would have returned me. Um, so she's there for <laughs> three days, and she, David's out. He's out at work, but 
what's really sick about this story is that his girlfriend was helping him. I'm sure we talked about that a little bit before we started recording, but his girlfriend, Cindy, is left to watch Cynthia. Cynthia, yeah, no, Cynthia Hindi. Cynthia is the girl that's captured, and Cindy is, is it Cindy? Cynthia Hindi. Cindy Hindi is the girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Cindy's the girlfriend, and Cynthia is the... No, the vital. Isn't it? Virgil? Virgil. Something to be. Yeah, Virgil. Look at my grandpa. Virgil. <laughs> Virgil. Her name is Cindy Hindi. You, like, 90... Six percent grew up in a trailer park. <laughs> they are in one hundred percent. If you look at San they are in a trailer park. Uh, Cindy Hindi. Uh, so she leaves the Cindy, the girlfriend, leaves the keys uh, to their strength on a table where Cynthia's chained, and um, I kind of i I wanted to say this part first because this is yes, this is how he gets caught. But no one knows, like, this is going on. Like, no one knows this man is doing this. And it took Cynthia for them to, like, go back. And then we would have to, like, dive into the crimes, if that makes sense. So Cynthia lunges for the keys. And she's able to free her hands. But then Cindy comes in. The girlfriend comes in. The girlfriend comes in. And they get into, like, a squabble. And uh, Cynthia stabs her in the neck with an ice pick and runs out the door. Yeah. I would have fucked you up, too, I think. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'd get pissed off by then. Stabs you somebody. would. I, fuck. It's like fight or flight. I think That's what I'm saying. Maybe by then I'd be pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be ready to stab somebody. What would you do if you were a woman? If somebody had me chained up and did that to me? Uh-huh. I don't even think I need the ice pick. Like, I'd be like, I'd try to bite your nose off or, like, eye gouge you, put my thumb through your eyeball. That's pretty. Like, if I got loose, like, I'm yeah. going for whatever, like. Like, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cynthia escapes and she runs out of the trailer. She doesn't have any clothes on. She's completely naked and she's only wearing a slave collar that has, like, a padlock on it with like a chain attached to it that's so sad that really makes me sick that's disgusting that's i don't i don't understand how the daughter ends up part of that what what do you i just like can't imagine this woman running down the street like that yeah that's horrible like and, and she's desperate obviously because she's in fear for her life she just stabbed some bitch with the ice pick and yeah. is trying to get away. Yeah. Yeah. And she um, she runs to, like, a neighbor, a nearby mobile home, and then uh, the guy brings her inside and calls the police. And then they arrest David and Cindy, the guy that did it, and his girlfriend. So... Some right here says it's believed that he started this in the mid-1950s. But I think, like I said earlier, it only came to came to when Cynthia escaped. So police go, when he's arrested for the kidnapping of Cynthia, 
the police go and they search his, they get a warrant to go search his trailer. And they're both equally shocked and disturbed what they find. So Ray's toy box contained a, like, you know, when you go to the, like, gynecologist and, like, they put your feet in stirrups. Yeah. Like, he had, like, a chain. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that and they, I was going to say, Brandon wouldn't know what that's like. But they, and they put, like, some arm pieces on it, too, mm-hmm. I read. And, yeah, there were all kinds. Did you see pictures? I did. Uh, so they had I some did. pictures of not just, like, front on the chair, but over to the left or the right, like all the different tools and utensils and they were labeled. And, um, that was pretty eerie looking at how organized that was. Yeah. Like he had some sort of, well, he did have a motive, but yeah. So he's got one of those tables and, but he's also got a, a, a mirror like mounted to the ceiling above this chair. So like, what's that movie Gerard Butler's in where he law abiding citizen. citizen. Yes. Where the guy kills his, his kid and his wife. Yeah. And then he makes him watch like what they're doing. Yeah. Essentially that's two totally different things, but that's what, if you've seen law abiding, citizen that's what the scene looked like because yeah. he wanted them to watch yeah and he cut that guy's eyelids off and while buying citizen so he couldn't like not look Anyways, I gotta go home and watch that movie so uh, it's a good but fucked up movie so yeah I'm, I can't stop googling trying to find his wives you know uh-huh. what I mean? And it's really, it's interesting how most of the time when you try to look up these people's significant others or past ones, you can find them pretty easy. It, you can't, like, that's really hard. And I, it keeps talking about the girlfriend, you know, that he did this with. And it talked about how it just says here, you know, that he remarried lots of times, but that here it's saying that he fathered lots of children and mm-hmm. abandoned all the families. Okay. But he had the one daughter that he was pretty close with. And, oh, underwear. Yeah. But, but that, that, you know, they're talking about how it was pretty strange that they were as close as they were because he abandoned them too and then came back later. And then she was this tall, slender blonde that looked really identical to him, but just a female. And that pretty much at that point, the daughter was changing her name multiple times and like kind of following him around. Mm-hmm. It was really strange when he came back. The fact that it was like there was nothing different. I don't know. That, that is kind of weird. Seems, kind of seems weird. So he had multiple children or it's so, so supposedly. supposedly. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I just think it's crazy that you can't find anything about significant others. Probably their names change. I, I, I would, would if I, I was would, fucking yeah. married to some weirdo that was. <laughs> but you think about how many don't, right? Uh huh. All right. That's all. I. That's interesting. Well, you got to think that was like a before social media and everything too. Mm-hmm. It's like a little easier to lay low back then. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, you think about all the other killers that were caught before big social media stuff. You know, I feel like we can find them relatively, you know, their information relatively easy. I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal at all, but it just seems interesting that those four wives <laughs> I've been for 20 minutes. <laughs> you can't find anything on No. Um, so back to his little toy box thing, his toy box, the floor was covered with whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, and saws, as well as numerous sex toys. (laughs) How do you mix sex toys with saws and blades? He's not him against the willing. It's probably kind of a big deal. What's a leg spreader bar? Um, I think what it says. I envision, <laughs> so what I envision is, you know those devices that make you do the splits? Like, um, that's what I envision. I thought it was one of those ones that's like a bar that has like ankle clamps. Okay, Google, let's see what you say. Let's Google and see what you Leg spreader bar. You're right. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Alexa. 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 Stop Alexa. Alexa. Bar. What's a leg spreader bar? <laughs> Ultimate toy. I don't even want to click on these links, but here we go. I just want to. I don't know. It just says leg spreader bar. I know what it, like surgical blade is, obviously, and like a whip, a chain, and a pulley. Oh, like. uh, yeah. Okay. Got it. It's funny, I, I, I googled leg spreader bar, and but the first thing that popped up was leg spreader drink. Oh, that works too. <laughs> yeah, it is what I thought it was. Yeah. That looks weird. It's fine. I can't. I'd be afraid I'd break off the wall. I'm so happy. It doesn't go to a wall. There was this like wooden contraption, and it was used to bend over and immobilize his victims. And he would let him, and he, he would rape them, but he would also let his friends rape his victims, too. <laughs> he also let his dogs rape them. That's disgusting. Well, we gave a warning. Yeah, we did. We gave a warning. We did give a warning. His dogs used to go to town on the ladies that were tied up. How? He would put gravy inside of them. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that part. Okay. That's disgusting. That's, that's sick fuck. That's weird. That's so weird. That's like bestiality. Yeah. Well, it's not kind of like it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, I'm trying not to make any visual images. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm just making a statement and then trying Ooh. to erase it. So, what's how to safely use food? Yeah, what's number one? I'm just, okay, hold on. Let's see. Nine, no, five things you should never put. Right? Okay, we're getting there. Scroll. Coconut oil. Don't put coconut oil in your Whipped cream. Jar. Okay. Ooh, that girl on Varsity Blues. Pop rocks. These are some folks. Chocolate sauce. Fruit or vegetables. Because they have pesticides 
on them. Oh my god, some fucking dirty hippie wrote that article. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Pop Rock seems like a pretty legit don't put in there. Uh, yeah. So, they also discovered a videotape from 1996. Um, and it was just what we already know, him being, or the, the woman being raped and tortured by David and his girlfriend. There was a video. That the police found, yeah. Okay. So, this story gets out and it becomes public. And a, another woman becomes, when Cynthia escapes and it becomes public, another woman comes forward with a similar story. Her name is Angelica Montano. And Oh. Angelica Montana. What's wrong with them? Tra- I'm just saying. <laughs> she probably smokes parliaments. <laughs> probably. But she goes to his house to ask to borrow cake mix. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. After the incident? Uh, this is before. Yeah. So, like, it's... Like I said, it's... Cynthia's the reason all this stuff got investigated because she escaped. Correct. But um, this victim in particular, and she was a neighbor who goes over to his house to borrow cake mix. And then they drug her and rape her and torture her. That's the one who ate gravy out of the diner. That's disgusting. I just found that. Angelica was? Angelica Pickles? Jarmolo? Jarmolo? Montano. Oh, no, wrong one. That's probably another one. These three, there's three of them that escaped, and that's how he gets caught, but he is said to have killed a bunch of other people. They say he killed, like, they believe up to 50 people. But the reason they believe that is because he had a diary. And his diary had all these cases of different events that happened with, you know, like 50 different people. And but, souvenirs. Like that yeah, and like yeah. the videotapes, like when they raided his place, he fucking, he filmed this stuff. But the videotapes and the diary never stated where any of the bodies were buried mm-hmm. or anything like that. Correct. And so, yeah, there's, yeah. they don't know where the bodies are at. They don't know. So these are just women that have escaped and she comes forward and she says that she went over there to borrow cake mix and then she's drug break, blah, 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 blah. And then they leave her and for whatever reason, they don't kill her. They leave her, they take her to the desert and drop her off and she's found by police and the police don't follow up on her case. Because like, she can't put, she can't piece it together because of the drugs. She can't give them a solid story. So they're probably well, like, oh, they weren't this. just like drugging her, like because the whole thing with like playing the audio, like before each of those events take cur- uh, occurred, it's like brainwashing techniques. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to get you to. Uh, I, I don't even know like the appropriate way to say it, but they're using. Um, Techniques to create amnesia um, while that person's in captivity. Obviously, the drugs are going to, like... Repetitive planes. Yeah, help the situation in the sense that, like, it's not going to remember. Because 
for some reason, I could be totally wrong because that one lady they left out in the desert, like, didn't the cops just kind of, like, not really believe her? Yep. Like, they were just, like, oh, because she like, just yeah, twacked out. She like, couldn't put her story together. They said he used phenobarbital to drug his victims, which is... The true serum. Or is it? It's not the true serum, but it... What was true serum? When we looked it up, what is that... What is that fucking... Uh, what is that guy that did Edmund Kemper, the psychologist? What was true serum? It was like sodium chloride and Hold on. something else. Oh, yeah. Phenobarbital is just an anesthesia. It puts you to sleep. It's an anti. It's a hardcore anti-anxiety medication. Yeah, and it also treats. It can treat seizures in some yeah. people. WebMD. And it's what, what happens when you take phenobarbital? It's what Dizziness, my Jackson overdose song. Exudation, headache, tiredness, loss of appetite, nausea, and or vomiting may occur as the body adjusts to this medication. If any of these effects persist or worsen, notify your doctor or pharmacist promptly. Promptly. That's what Michael Jackson overdosed on. Oh, yeah, call. that's what I'm, yeah. It puts you to sleep. It gets you high as fuck. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like the real shit. Um, the real good shit. So, them taking that, they couldn't ever, like, properly, I'm sure she couldn't, like, she couldn't piece together properly to the police. Like, I think this might have happened to me, but I can't remember. So, they're probably like, oh, this this lady's just on drugs. You know? Well, and since most, since most of them were, were sex workers, mm-hmm. you know, were prostitutes, they, you know. Um, they don't want to get in trouble either. You know, and then they're perceived as not being as trustworthy, and you know him picking those people. They their their lifestyle. They weren't calling and checking in with mom or dad every day. They weren't. It's know. funny you say that um, because well, it'll be towards the end. But it's funny you say that because if I jump forward in the story, um, the jury doesn't believe them because they can't piece their story together, and they're they're most of them are like they don't believe them because yep. I believe that because of their their past, life their yeah. lifestyle yeah which is sad it doesn't matter to me in my opinion <laughs> but anyways you ever heard the term uh, the last day uh-uh. it's like uh, a term that's been coined um, by serial killer victims or uh, stuff like that. But it's like the part of society that are like in marginalized groups. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's like what you're saying because they're prostitutes or like maybe a drug addict or it's, it's like people in society that most people frown upon. Like well, obviously it shouldn't be, but it's uh, it's like the people that like uh, I guess stories. How would you say this? Stories wouldn't be considered as important because, like, hey, you're, you're a prostitute and a drug addict. Like, you, you have to be lying. Um, right, which I don't... Obviously, prostitution, bad. Drugs, bad. But if something fucked up happens to you, it's not my job to be, like, you sell yourself for money to pay your bills to feed your children. You're fucking lying. You might be, but I'm not... I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to. That doesn't mean they deserve to get no, not at all. stuff happen to them that's happened to them. 
Uh, so. He picked up a lot of the chicks from, like, the same bar, too. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Um, you know how, like, uh, Dahmer would always pick up uh, dudes from, like, uh, the gay bar? Yeah. And uh, Dixie would always pick up, like, boys uh, from the bus stop? Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to pick up a lot of his victims at this dive bar um, called the Blue Water Saloon. <laughs> and it catered to drifters and... Uh, People no one would miss. You know, the local... Pretty much. The local troublemakers. Mm. Sounds like... You, people always, like, serial killers always gravitate to... That's maybe why you went after prostitutes. Now that I, like, I'm starting to piece it together a little bit. Because no one's going to go looking for them if they go missing. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's people that don't, you know, that's probably why. Do you know Larry lived in the same apartment complex as Jeffrey Dahmer? That's awesome. He was like 12 at the time, but. Larry's from Milwaukee? He's from Ohio. Yeah. Cleveland. So, with two witnesses, the police have the girlfriend of David Ray in custody, and uh, she breaks down immediately, <laughs> immediately, and says, "It was me, him, and his daughter that all were like partaking, partaking in these activities." And um, a third woman that escaped, her name was Kelly Garrett. She comes forward just like Angelica did. And uh, she was actually a friend of David Ray's daughter. And she got into a a fight with her husband one night and went to go hang out with the daughter of David Ray. And then that's when they pretty much abduct and drug and torture her days before. And like we stated, the police wouldn't believe her. Her husband didn't believe her because they got into a fight the night before. Her husband, she couldn't piece it together. Her husband's like, oh, where have you been? Well, she'd been, she'd been gone for three days. Yeah. And the, and she somehow was acquainted with the daughter. And the daughter was like, oh, hey, okay, come, come to the house. And she'd met the dad before. Mm-hmm. And so then all she re- recalls is three days later getting dropped off back home to her husband by the guy. And the guy was like, I found her on the beach wandering aimlessly. Mm-hmm. And it took three years for her to find out what happened to her. That's sad. That's horrible. Got That's divorced. Horrible. I mean, all that. And all that time to figure out what, what really happened to her. Got her on the beach. Yeah, they found her, like, rolling well, around. No, he, the dad had her and then drugged her and took her back home, but told the husband, I found her wandering on the beach. Uh, they live in New Mexico, though. Well... There's lakes. Oh, yeah, good point. Lakes. I'm like, maybe not the beach. <laughs> maybe, okay. Maybe not like the ocean. Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yes. I, just, uh, I found her on the beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> West Coast or East Coast. Okay, we found her in enough. the desert. <laughs> she said, yeah, but there's lakes. <laughs> um, there's lakes, just like here. Did you, did you read in there how, um, I know we're kind of bouncing, but it's when okay. the last one got out, um, and escaped and 
They called, they called 911 um, and sent someone there that they actually traced another 911 call that happened like uh, just a few minutes before that. But because, and so that person hung up the phone. And so when 911 called them back, um, the way they answered and responded was weird. And so they sent a dispatch to um, an officer out there and it was the trailer with the sliding glass door. They went in and there was blood. I guess it was from where she had stabbed the girl and it was that trailer. So they, huh. the crazy bitch that got stabbed called 911 and then panicked and hung up. Mm. And so all that unraveled at like the exact same. That's hey, pretty- I'm trying to commit a rape and I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I got stabbed. What are you gonna say? I got stabbed by the girl that you arrested. That I'm holding hostage. Or that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So <clears throat> the third woman, Kelly Garrett, the husband doesn't believe her, and you know, she, like you said, they found her wandering around, and the, the, she's divorced at this time. So where David messes up is he tapes his encounters with these women. So when the police go back to search it and they find all this like spreader bars and like fucked up shit. I mean, it's not that fucked up. The only thing that makes it fucked up is that it was used against their will. Um, they go back and they find these videos and he's arrested and, uh, he's tried on three separate trials. One for Cynthia, one for Angelica and one for Kelly Hundreds of videotapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was, uh, man, I can't remember this at all. Uh, did the jury have to watch those tapes or was it too fucked up like they couldn't? I can't remember. There was something about that. I don't know, but the I don't know if they made the jury watch the tapes or not, but I know the jury couldn't ever come to a decision because there was... The, the girls couldn't remember what happened to them. So lack of memory due to being drugged. And I, like we literally just said, the socioeconomic standing of the women involved. Um, it made it difficult for them to like, to share their testimony and what happened to them because who's like, we said, who's going to believe like, a, it doesn't make it right. But like, Who's going to believe someone that sells themselves for money and is, like, a drug addict, you know? Yeah. And uh, Angelica passes away before her trial begins, so they don't get any convictions on her. That's horrible. How's she dead? It does, I don't know. It doesn't say. If y'all can find it, tell me, because I looked for it, and it just said she passed away before her trial, so he doesn't get any convictions on Angelica. And he only gets convictions on Cynthia and Kelly. But he um, he beats, oh, damn. He beats two other cases put against him. But is still, still gets sentenced to 224 years in prison. <laughs> that's wild. Is that not wild? I don't get that. I think that's like, I hate it when like, you see stuff like that in court. It's like, you did atrocious things. We're going to send you to jail for 300 years. How about, I don't know. That's just, <laughs> I hate shit like that. It's really ridiculous. Um, 
for atrocious things. Yeah, I see. I get it. Because that was another part of it. Like they, I think he said he was going to talk to the police or the investigators about uh, where the other bodies were, but then he had a heart attack in jail. Well, and I think that the girlfriend or the daughter supposedly was supposed to tell him where he had said they were, but they could still never yeah. find any of them. Yep. But but weren't there not that far away in the desert they found, like, 50 bodies and in different levels of decomposition in a, you know, in a fetus? A fetus? I mean, I think there was some, and they, you know, kind of, not officially, so yeah. unofficially, link those two they did um they pressed the daughter and the the girlfriend um his jesse ray the daughter she gets nine years in prison she gets out pretty quick doesn't she what did you say she got out in 2019 on parole yeah. yeah so she's walking the earth probably with a new name yeah find her on facebook Send her a message. You can. Would you like to be interviewed for my podcast? Yeah, she only did eleven years. That's not. I mean, that's that's long, but not not for what you did. Long. Um, Cindy Hindi, she's given thirty six thirty six years in prison. Um. So. He dies of a heart attack in 2002. And at Lee County Correctional in Nevada, uh, not Nevada, New Mexico. Uh, so he had only served three years in jail before he had a heart attack and died. Three of those 240 <laughs> years, justice was served. Ain't it always so? That's horrible. Everyone else from that case is out, though. Sydney Hindi got out July 15th, 2019. Yancey. Who's Yancey? We didn't talk about Yancey. That was a, that was a friend. That was somebody. Dennis Roy. Yeah. Dennis. Um, so. He would, he, he got released, um. In 2011, but broke parole, but got out in 2021. And, uh, yeah, it looks like everyone got out of jail and is having a good old time. Cindy Hindi, 2019. Did I already say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not too long ago. Uh, so, like you said, they found, they found diaries where he... Is the video is their faces were yeah. covered, so it was just the diaries that they could go off of. Uh-huh. Fifty women, and they they push the uh, daughter and the girlfriend to like. They say the daughter and the girlfriend say they think they know where the bodies are at, but they're not sure. But so the only reason he's in jail is because those three women escaped. He sh- the one that he dropped off in the desert, the one that fought back, and the other one. That's the only reason he's sitting in jail. That, that to me, is really the serious part, is that how much longer could that have kept on going? Mm-hmm. If she hadn't just said, 
fuck you. I'm not sitting here. You know, if the, if the, if the girlfriend wouldn't have screwed up and set the keys down, what, you know, how much longer would all that have continued going on? And, mm-hmm. and I can't help but think about the, the one who, who got married and her husband divorced her. They got their marriage annulled and, you know, they kept looking at her as a crazy addict for the next five years and in-laws and everybody, you know, and all that. And, um, but that when that story came out on the news, the, the ex-mother-in-law is actually who called and tipped them off to their daughter, to her ex-daughter-in-law again, because she was like, her story never changed. It was, there were holes, but it never changed. And she's like, and that was something that kind of stuck with her. And mm-hmm. when she heard that, she's like, oh my God, this, it really happened to her. Yeah. I mean, that's just horrible. That is horrible. It's horrible enough. He only ended up serving three years of his sentence because he had a heart attack in prison and eventually passed away. Um, But I think we mentioned that as before. So that's pretty much all we have right now for this episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. You can find us at Instagram.com slash the pandemonium podcast. You can click the link in our bio. And you can find us on Spotify at The Pandemonium Podcast. Bye.